Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. until we find your spot, shall we? Again, a few ground rules. Please remember we are a PG-13 grown folk talk show. And your calls and emails are not only welcome, but encouraged. Remember, we're talking about sex. All kinds of sex. The good, the bad, and the nasty. Your questions, comments, and sexual dreams and desires, those are our topics. So I encourage you to share your thoughts, questions, and experiences in your words, your sexual poetry, if you will. Now, once again, I'm a published author, poet, speaker. My first book is a simple how-to guide called The Art of Sucking, a guide to giving great head. It's written for women who want to know how to please themselves by pleasing their man. Now, first... Starting off with uh, Memorial Weekend this Saturday, today was a uh, run of a show called Being Mary Jane with Gabrielle Union, and it's on the BET Network, and if you haven't seen it, and this is for men and women, and I say this because all of the drama, everything that you see on this show, it really resonates to real life, the way we live it, how we live it, some of the insane things that we as women do at awkward moments, some of our bad timing and some of our good timing, some of the stunts that we pull to manipulate and other things we do that we think we're articulating ourselves and our relationships. So just kind of... You know, giving you a little insight, if you get an opportunity, watch the show. But the reason I bring it up is in this show, in case, you know, you're not familiar with it, um, Mary Jane has fallen in love with a man who is actually married. Now, she didn't know he was married. She didn't have any idea. that She didn't find out until while he was in the shower and she was picking up his clothes after they had made mad, hot, passionate love, and this had been going on for some time. She goes and she picks up his clothes, and his wedding ring is on the floor under his clothes that had fallen out of his pocket, and she steps on it. So, of course, she kind of flips. But you also can't stop the heart and what it's already feeling, what it's already felt, and she was already there, hook, line, and sinker. And one of the things is this guy is also, you know, going to make an attempt with his wife to see if maybe they can work things out. But it's little things that pile up. And those things were the way that his wife kept more or less um, comparing him to the man he was when they met, when they got married, and not the man he is right now and the accolades that he's, created and accomplished, along with the fact that, you know, they've got a couple of kids, it's a, you know, a whole scenario. But one of the things that struck me was 
he's arguing with his wife and he's telling his wife, you know, it's like him asking her to give him head first thing in the morning, okay? Give him a blowjob first thing in the morning. And her response is, you know, how many people do you know that wants to have a dick in their mouth first thing in the morning? Well, in all of this, you know, some time passes. The argument was, you know, a few weeks before. And she decides that she's going to make a an attempt to try to, you know, work it out. And she props a pillow under her head, but kind of on him, and everything is a little awkward and a little weird. And, of course, he then makes the comment she's going to pull it out of joint. So, obviously, all these years they've been together. It's not something that happens on a regular basis. However, he sees Mary Jane. You know, he's he's frustrated. You know, he's telling his wife this isn't going to work. You know, we're going to get a divorce. And he goes to see Mary Jane, and it turns up that, I mean, in the middle of the evening, he's sitting in a chair. She's on the floor. Her head is in his lap. Boom. You know, no questions, no issues, no problem. It's a done deal. Now, for him, in his in his outlook, he's taking Mary Jane as she is, but Mary Jane is also accepting him as he is. Although she is not happy about him being married, she's not happy about that whole scenario. My point is, is that there are things that, as women, that we automatically say are off limits, no, we're not going to try them, we're not going to do this, we're not going to budge. And, of course, the one thing we control and will always control is our bodies. Now, the reason that I'm discussing this is I've received some correspondence from some people who were saying, you know, how do I make my, my mate do this? How do I make you know, my girlfriend or my wife do this, and you can't make anyone do anything. They have to want to do it. And the point of of all of this is they should want to do it. If this person is someone you're in a relationship with and they love you, whether they've loved you for two months or they've loved you for 20 years, we all grow, we change, Our likes, our dislikes change just like our bodies change, our looks change. We all change. And I think what happens is people start feeling comfortable and they quit trying. And what I'm saying is spice it up. You know, last week I did a lot of tips and I didn't finish them. And I am going to finish some of those tips for you tonight because we had a lot of response. Everything from, you know, why a satin thong? Why give a gift of a satin thong? You know, what is it about the fabric? Well, in all honesty, because it's soft, it's comfortable, it doesn't chafe, it's not going to tug and it's not going to pull, and it makes women feel sexy. You know, if you put burlap on my skin, I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be feeling real sexy, more like a little itchy. So... I'm thinking the satin is soft and silky and smooth and just feminine. And so the main thing I want all of my listeners, men and women, to pay attention to, pay attention to your partner. There are things that they like or will enjoy or that you can try. And if you're not good at it, you, you'll get better. Practice really does make perfect, and I can promise you that is a fact, which is the main reason that I wrote the book on the art of sucking, how to give great head. You know, let me just say, personally, there have been, you know, relationships that they thought I was the best in the world, and then the most important relationship in my life For the first few years, it wasn't the best for him. It wasn't the most, you know, uh, wonderful experience for him. 
But it became that much of a wonderful experience because I was determined that not only was I going to be good at it, but I was going to be better than good. So, and the things that we do for love, that's really what it's about. You do it for love. You do it because you want to please the person that you're with. You know, going out and, you know, buying someone a diamond is wonderful and it's great and it's fantastic. But there are other things, smaller things you can do, fellas, instead of going into debt. And ladies, I'm being honest here. You know, yeah, get a ring when you're getting engaged. Get a ring or some diamonds for a special occasion. But the reality is if you have good loving, you're happy. You're going to be a happier person. You're going to have a happier relationship. And together, the unity of the two of you is going to be much more satisfying. So question to to my wonderful producer, James. Are you are you there? I'm here. Now what do you think about that? What I just said yeah. your your serious yeah. manly opinion. Okay, so my manly opinion is and I uh I didn't get a chance to watch the whole um Mary Jane uh marathon but I'm I'm somewhat familiar with the show. Um, and I'm familiar with some of the scenarios that go on, and and it's a uh, very. Um, I, I thought the story about what you said about the the wife not being able to do something for him, and him having to go somewhere else. I'm sure there's a lot of listeners out there that maybe deal with similar type things. So what I did, since I knew you're going to talk about this tonight on the show, is I have my top five things that your girl or your wife says that she won't do. Okay. All right. So I'm I'm going to give you my top five things, and I want you, if you can, to kind of comment on these top five to see, you know, from your perspective, why women don't want to do it, why they say they won't do it, what does a man have to do to get that done? So I'm going to give you I'm going to give it to you from five up to one, leading to the to the probably the the one that all the women say they won't do. So I'm going to give you my top five okay. from a man from a man's perspective. Okay. So number five. Right. On camera. For whatever reason, women, your wife, your girl, your significant other, whatever, doesn't want to do anything on camera. No matter how bad you want to savor that moment or take it out of town, they have a big issue about doing stuff on camera. So and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. And first and foremost, and this is just digging deep, knowing women as I do and knowing how critical we are of ourselves. No woman really wants to see herself on camera because what she sees is who she really is. And it's normally not until later on in a woman's life where she really truly becomes comfortable in her own skin. Now, if you got... Excuse me, if you've got a slamming body and you're all that and you're well confident and you're somewhat of an exhibitionist, then you really don't care. You don't care if you're on camera. However, the truth is, is that 80% of the women out there, we can't work at Hooters or Twin Peaks or, you know, become Playmate of the Year. So there are little little things that we don't like that we, we're like, oh, my gosh, or what about this, or what about that. Now, it's one thing if you're filming it, you see it at home, and then you destroy it. It's a whole other thing for someone to talk about, well, I'm going to take this with me out of town. And yeah, that I mean, would be a no. That would be yeah, a like, just... time no it. But if you just want if you just want something to have, you know, in your phone where if you travel a lot just to be able to look at it in the hotel or uh when you're thinking about the and, individual and, you know what, and all of that is good but here's what I would say. If you want your woman to compromise with you in that instance because phones get hacked all the time, phones right. get lost all the time, phones get stolen all the time. If you're okay. looking at doing something like that, then 
make sure there's you're actually not showing the face. You know, I mean, a woman can take pictures of her own cookie herself. She can make the pictures look the way she wants them to look, and then she can send them. Yeah, but pictures and, don't move. Uh, well, I'm not just saying photos. I'm saying film. You can film it. She can film herself pleasuring herself, but you don't have to see her face. You're just looking at the area you want to see anyway. Mm. Now, that is, I, I totally say, yes, yeah, I'm down with that. I think that's, that's a good idea, and definitely go for it. As far as put, putting your face out there, no, nah, I wouldn't do it. And for the main reason is everybody's had their phones stolen or taken or something. So that's where I stand on, on number five. Okay, so that's number five. That's, that seems like the number five thing that most women say that they're not going to do. So this is this is my top five list, so that's five. Number four right. is number four is in the car. Those long road trips, you're coming from grandma's house and, and you know, that's two, three hours away, you're taking a long drive out of town, it's the middle of the night, no one can see you, you're trying to get a little something to keep you away. And it's like for every reason you, it's in the car. It don't matter it don't matter what it is though. This is the thing. It doesn't matter what it is in the car. It don't matter if it's just uh touching with the hand, touching with the mouth, it's just something about in the car. Okay, that's that's not that's not all women, let me just say that. And the reason I say that is because the very first time that I was with the man that I call the love of my life the very first time, uh, he was a gentleman and had been a gentleman while we were dating and seeing one another. He was sweet, affectionate, everything. But we had not actually had true intimacy. I mean, seriously, nothing other than kissing and hugging and caressing had occurred, period. So we were in a car together. And I decided I wore a T-back bodysuit, that all I had to do was slide it over. I, we drove around driving, and all of a sudden I saw a building that was empty, and the lights in the parking lot were totally out, so the, the actual parking area was pitch dark. And I pulled the car in. He said, what are you doing? I I got out of my side, I turned around, walked over to his side, I lifted the lever on the seat and reclined it immediately, I undid his pants myself, and I straddled him, and I can honestly tell you that to this day, not only has he never forgotten it, um, it left a major impact. But he also will say that I raped him, or I could, you know. I don't, and I and I and I want to say this: he said I raped him because he didn't know what I was going to do, and I just got on and took it. But let me also say that I'm not trying to offend anyone in any way, shape, or form. So let me make that very clear. I do understand the gravity, and I and and definitely how serious a crime rate is. So I don't want you to, but, I mean, in his words, I just, like, took it, and I did. And when I was done, I got up and I said, thank you very much, and I adjusted myself. I got back on my side of the car, got in, put the car in reverse, and kept driving while he sat there trying to totally put his head back on his shoulders because he did not know what to do, what to say. He was like, I, uh, okay, dang, you took it. For real, took it. Yeah, I did. And he, thank you so much. It was great. <laughs> now, so, so, and let me also say this. I come from parents who... I adore both of them, love them very much, 
But I can tell you, I remember being about 13, 14 years old, and we went to an area where there's a lake, and my brother was with us, and, and I'm like seven years younger or seven years older than my brother, and I remember my parents telling us to go and walk to the lake and hang out at the lake. Now, the lake was about a mile walk from where we were. And I remember thinking in my teenage mind, ew, what are they going to do? Now, I can guarantee you, my parents did it in the car at that campground spot up in the mountains while my brother and I went to the lake. Remember it. Mm. You know, for me, I came from a household where, you know, no, the kids weren't going to see, and we weren't going to, I really didn't want to see, and we weren't going to spy on them or anything, but I kind of knew what they did. But at the same time, they were married. They were couples. So, you know what, I believe, wholeheartedly believe, you know, if he's driving, put your put your head between his legs, and if he can't control it, then he needs to pull over, because it's not going to take that long, you know, the excitement of uh, and anticipation of it happening right then and there in a car, whether you're parked on the side of the road, whether you're in a dark parking lot, or whether you just go outside of your home and sit in your car and do it just for the, for the fun of doing it. It's something different. It's something fun, you know. It's something... And for women that are saying they're not going to do it, you know, they may believe that that's beneath them or that it's something you only did in high school. I can't really say, but you know what? If that's what he wants and it's going to turn him on, and if every time he gets in that car, he remembers that I was in that car and what we did in that car, then that's a memory I want him to have. That's the memory I want him to have when he's driving because I know he's thinking about me. So for the women that say no, shame on you. Shame on you all. Shame on you all. I agree with you on that. All right, so that was uh, we're going through our top five things that women said they just won't do. You know, these are married women, women that have been in relationships, whatever the case may be. So this is from, of course, my and a a male's uh, perspective, I think. Number three, so we had number five, first of all, was on camera, number four in the car, and number three is kind of really along the same lines as uh, how we started this discussion with the Mary Jane show, and that's before work. For whatever reason, women always are in a rush. They don't want to do anything before they go to work. They don't want to mess their hair up, makeup up. Uh, don't want to have to take another shower before they go to work. But for whatever reason, in the morning is like when, I mean, we were born to be ready in the morning. And for whatever reason, before work is kind of like always comes up. Anything before well, work. let me just say this. First of all, me personally, I got to tell you, I'd never say no because the sex that I get is that good that I want it any time, all the time, as often as I can get it. So I'm not going to ever say no. But um, I can say that's something that me personally, if women are saying no, then they don't understand what it really does to their man if they say yes. Because first thing in the morning, he's not going to last that long anyway, okay? So get it out the way and be done with it, okay, number one. So, I mean, the truth is, really, what is, you know, five minutes going to do? You know, I've literally left my job to come home for for a nooner that I knew we were on a time limit. So, you know, all the other stuff was, hey, take your pants off. You just walk in the door, take them down, put them down, take them down now. <laughs> you know, leave your shoes on. I don't care. You know, <laughs> if, if it's good to you, it's good for you. And the thing is, ladies, I want you.
you to hear me on this. And, fellas, if you disagree, then go on to our um, our chat and, and let us know. But I can assure you that you're going to agree with me. If you had had a good sexual experience with your woman, and I mean it's hot, it's heavy, it's memorable, whatever it was, whether it took five minutes, whether it took two hours, doesn't make any difference. There are things that happen in that time period that's in your head, on your mind, that's going to be in your head for at least 48 hours. 48 hours. Now, after the 48 hours, poof, it's gone. Yeah, I remember that time. And that's where it's at, if I remember that time. But it's fresh in your head that time, during that time, and it's crucial. So the way I look at it, you know, what you really want to do is you want to be able to keep it up. Keep up, you know, like you would when you were young, you know. Get into it. Jump into it. Attack it. You know, talk dirty. All of those things. He's going to love it. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be hot. And most of all, it's going to be memorable. And that's the most important thing. It's going to be memorable. So I can just say if you're saying no to that, bad move, really bad move. You know, I mean, it's no different than when he does something great for you ladies that the thought lingers. You remember it. It makes you feel good inside. You might be driving in the car and all of a sudden you think you're going to have an orgasm just because you're thinking about it. Well, it may not be exactly the same way for him, but it'll be on his mind. He will savor it. He will savor the thought. He will savor all of that, and that's exactly what you want to do. All right, well, that's good advice. Let's, uh, before we get into our top two of uh, the top five things that your girl slash wife says she won't do and why, uh, let's take a quick break for a station identification. We'll come back and we'll get into the top, top two. Is that okay? And we will be right back. You're listening to True Sex Talk with Lady G. Calling all sports fans. There's only one place to go to get all your sports news, information, radio shows, sports talk, anything that you want to do. That's RFSN, the Real Fan Sports Network. Log on to realfansportsnetwork.com to hear shows from across the country. And, of course, make sure you can hear this show on the Real Fan Sports Network. Go to TuneIn Radio on the TuneIn Radio app and search for RFSN to get sports talk 24-7 from a fan's perspective. That's the Real Fan Sports Network, realfansportsnetwork.com. And we are back with True Sex Talk with Lady G. I'm Lady G. I'm your hostess with the mostest. We're in the middle of the top five things that men are being told no, and they're the top five on their list. And James, let's go back over. Number five was? Number five was on camera, anything on camera. And uh, And, number four, go ahead, I'm sorry. And and just so that you know, we we discussed it. We we've talked about the the uh, pros and the cons of why women are saying no, and what there are certain things you can do that might change their mind. So if you didn't listen, then you know that you you're going to have to listen to the show again so you can get those. What's number four, James? Well, before we go to number four. Uh, <laughs> Ralph in Indiana says, uh, yeah, my girl says the same thing about the camera. She told me if I give her 100000 she'll do it. So poor Ralph. I'm sorry about that, Ralph. <laughs> and, and Ralph, if, if she's willing to get paid to do it, then 
You got you another know, problem with that's your hands. Like, yeah, that's a whole other issue altogether, you know. <laughs> so, Ralph, you you may may want to think about that because, um, you know, if nothing else, like I said, she can take a video of herself, you know, pleasuring herself and send that to you, and that will be something that will stay on your mind. And even if it's on your phone, it really won't matter because no one will know who it is. Right, right. All right, number four was uh, in the car, and this could be anything from, uh, you know, hand job to blow job to whatever. So this just in the car stuff. And you had a great, great story about that. So if you guys missed that, download the podcast on iTunes to get that story. That was an awesome story. So. <laughs> that was number four. Number three was uh, before work, uh, which you just got through explaining. You know, this could be anything before work, just something real quick to kind of get the men, uh, us men started off on the day on the right foot. So we walk in to work with big, tall stride, and yeah, yeah, I know how it goes, you know, for us men. So now we're at the top two, and I think these are really probably the top two on every man's list. Uh, I, I think there's no argument about that. So, Number two of the top five things that your girl or wife says that she won't do has got to be threesomes. For whatever reason, you know, they don't want to do it with a stranger. They don't want to do it with someone they know. They don't want you to pick. They may want they may want to pick, but really they're not going to do it. So I think threesomes have to be number two of the top five things that a girl or wife says she won't do. All right. <clears throat> now, based on that, and let me just say this, today is a little bit different than it was 20 years ago, even 30 years ago, all right? You know, and now in today's society, I mean, in all honesty, there are a lot of the younger people that they're they're going both ways anyway. You know, there are girls that like guys but will have a relationship with a chick for, you know, a month, two months, whatever. She may try it a couple times. People are experimenting in college. You know, there's all different different um, types of, um, of, of intimate see that's going on and it's girl on girl and it's girl on girl with guy and it's, you know, girl on guy with another guy and, you know, all these different, all these different, um, you know, kind of mashups and that's what I call it, you know, it's it's a mashup, you know, but that's got to be something that someone's got to be into and I'll tell you what. If you're married, my personal opinion, yeah, that's probably not something you should bring up to your wife. If your wife brings it to you knowing it's your fantasy and she wants to do it, fellas, I don't even know if I would say go for it, and I'll tell you why. Because women are emotional, and because women are emotional, we tend to confuse sex for love. Men, you don't have that problem because you don't confuse sex for love because you know who you're having sex with and who you're going to be with for sex. However, you also have an issue where what's mine is mine. So do you really want to share that with another man? No, you don't. And are you going to? No, you're not. So, in all honesty, if you're married, probably not a good idea unless you've really both contemplated, discussed it, and this is something you really want to do. If it's in an actual relationship, you need to think about where you want that relationship to go because women that love someone get jealous. They get very jealous. And... They are not looking at sex the way that men look at sex. It's a whole different type of outlook. 
you know. And for a guy, it happened, whoa, that was it. I tried it. Oh, that was cool, whatever. And you're back with your woman and everything is wonderful. And then you talk about it and reminisce about it. Yeah, she's not going to be feeling that way. She is going to, her emotions are involved. You're dealing with her heart now. So if that's what your fantasy is, talk about your fantasy. Make it sound real while you're in bed with your, your woman. Let your woman play that part of the fantasy out verbally, but as far as actually doing it, I would say no. And I can only tell you that because I know from experience, okay? I can tell you right now, from experience, not a good place to go, you know? And ironically, we do crazy things for people when we love them, and when we're young, we do even crazier things. So... Those are the things that you've experienced them, you've gone there, you've done it, but if you're in a relationship, a real relationship, then, and the person you're with isn't doing it for you, then it's probably not the person you should be with because your sexual relationship is crucial. So i got to tell you on that one. Now, if you're just dating and you're playing, go for it, you know, if if she's willing, do it. But if you're talking about a relationship that you're serious about and that there is actual love there, then I would say not not to me. I don't see that as being a good move. Because you know, James, let me just say this. You know, when you've done something and you still are hearing about it five years after you did it, right? I can guarantee you this will be that situation if she will never let it go. And mm. she may have even had a good time. So the, the risk you run is your woman leaving you for another woman. So let me just say that. But aside from that, if she really loves you and you love her, you truly will never hear the end of it. Hmm. Well, that's, that's a that's an interesting point of view. One I never really thought about, but you know, it, it makes uh, it makes some sense. Sometimes I guess some of the things that we think about or think we think that we want, once we get them, it could turn out to be totally the wrong thing. So that's a good point. Well, and and let me let me give you here here is my story. Uh, First guy that I ever loved, my first serious relationship, we'd already been together for like three years, and his fantasy was two women. It was his fantasy, and I didn't want him, you know, he wanted it with me. That was what his fantasy was. So I had a girlfriend, very good friend of mine. I thought, you know, talked to her about it. She was cool, was not a problem. Her and her boyfriend were on the outs at the time. She was like, okay, this was his birthday present. And we um, we went ahead, we got together, and we showed up at his, at his place, went in. Everything was great, you know. Had the had the you know the black light on the music was playing everything was good everybody had something to drink you know everybody's in the bed at the same time and was it something after after it got started was it something that I was comfortable with the truth is I wasn't but it was too late to back out and I specifically had said. This was his birthday present, and I was doing this for him. And I did do it for him. And she's going down on him, and he can't get off. He's gone down on her, and she couldn't get off. You know, the whole thing. Turns out that I was the one that got both of them off. Now, the upside in that was for me because I felt like I had the power, okay, I I was like, I was the one. I had the power. But the truth is, I'm not into women like that. It wasn't my thing. And she was a very good friend of mine, and I was literally almost afraid we were going to lose our 
friendship because she wanted to do it without him. When we were done and we left and it was time to go, she was like, you know, I'd like to be able to do this again, but without him there. Yeah, that wasn't going to happen. You know, and I was honest with her and I said, you know, I'm not into women like that. I mean, it was an experience and I tried it and all that. And, you know, I'm glad it was great for everybody, but definitely not my thing. So now, did he ever forget it? No, he didn't. To him, I more than proved my love for him. But the truth of the matter was that it stayed with me, and the fact that it occurred and that it happened, you know, we were still together a couple more years, but it was different. There was a difference in our relationship based on how that felt to me emotionally. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Because... As a, as, a, as a young woman, I was immature, number one. Number two, I was doing something to please a man and not really considering was it really pleasing me and did I really want to do it. But, no, I was doing it for him. And second of all, because there's still that thing in my mind that said, why didn't he stop that shit before it went anywhere? Why did, if he really loved me, why didn't he stop it and say no? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, just kind of giving you some insight, but the truth of the matter is there are things that we don't look at and we don't we don't think about, and we rush in and we do them, and then, oh, did we think about the aftermath? You know, mm-hmm. sex is sex. Making love is making love. And there is a big difference. One is the act itself. The other is not just the act, but your heart and your emotion is involved. So something to think about. Yeah, that's that's a good one right there. That's that's good advice. All right, so we're we're making our way up the top five. We've had five, which is uh, five top five things that your girl or wife says she won't do, and you're giving us great insight as to why from a female's perspective. And, of course, I'm giving you the male version of the list. So number five, of course, was on camera, uh, four in the car, three before work, two threesomes, which you gave an excellent explanation that men need to hear about on. And then number one, before we wrap up the show, the number one thing that your girl wife says she will not do is a subject that you have talked about since you started your show, and that is the the swallow. Why is that such a big deal? Why does your girl wife says I do everything, but I'm not going to do that? That's like that's got to be number one on every man's list. Well, and the thing is, okay, let me just say that I don't want him releasing himself on my face, on my breast, on my body. You know, it's that to me is the worst part of it, okay? I mean, seriously, it is truly to me that that's not where it's supposed to go, okay? And truthfully, I mean, I don't know if women realize it or not. I think women mistake all of the fluid that comes out of their body. I think they mistake that fluid thinking that it's their man. But the truth of the matter is that fluid, most of it is from the woman. That's her juice, you know, her squirting, her, her, you know, her orgasms, that's her flow because men don't have that much semen. It's not that much. And when I say open up literally and say ah, I mean, it's uh, and it's gone. You swallow and it's gone. You don't even know it's there. You want to hold it in your mouth, well, that's a little bit different, but you know, if you're really doing what you're supposed to be doing and you're doing it right and he's down your throat, then boom, it's done. Now, one of the reasons that a woman will say no to it is 
I think she doesn't really know or understand about it. And you know what, fellas? You know, this is something that you Google. This is something that you show your woman, look, it's like, you know, two teaspoons, you know, or two <laughs> tablespoons, Bill. That's, that's all it is. That's all you're getting. You're not getting any more than that. Not like I'm getting ready to, to you know, let a load off and you're going to have a quarter of a cup. It's, it's not like that, number one. Number two, if she's done it before and it was something that she ended up tasting, which most of the time the only thing you really get is, is maybe a little saltiness. But a lot of it depends on his diet and his natural body. But I can honestly say that I'm not a spitter. I've never, I've, you know, and maybe because the person that I give my heart to, I literally do give my heart and my body to this person. And this person, I can honestly say, has his handprint, you know. It's like on my ass. It's there, you know. And when you love someone, you know, I mean, I hate to say this, but ladies, what do you think he's doing when he's got his head between your legs? You know, because you're gushing yourself. You know, when, right. you, when you're feeling stuff roll down, at, you know, from where he's at, you're thinking that's him and saliva, and I'm here to tell you, it's you. It's all you. All that wetness that's all on the bed, yeah, that's not him. That's you. That's what you're doing every time you have an orgasm. That's what you're doing when it's a multiple orgasm. It's what you're doing when you're squirting. It's what you're doing when you're gushing. These are all your fluid, ladies. And literally, you don't realize it. You're thinking, oh, uh, he's slobbering all over me down there. I'm not what's happening. That's really not what's happening. You think that's what's happening, but ladies, if you really know what the real thing is, he ain't slobbering on nothing. That's your fluid he's trying to suck up. You're just pushing out so much of it that he's like, what the hell? What the hell? You know? So, you know, if he's doing that for you, why you can't do that for him? That would be like him stopping right before you get ready to have your orgasm and it stops. I can tell you right now, I would be beating him in the head. Where are you going? I would dislocate his ears from his body because I would be pulling on him bad boys like he was a cocker spaniel. Where are you going? Well, we can... We're getting a little reaction on the chat room. Uh, another James, hello, fellow James, says that <laughs> he says swallowing will be swallowing will be the number one reason why men cheat for until the end of time. I don't necessarily believe it's the number one reason, but I do believe that you know. And and I want to say this, you know. There's no particular race of women that say no or say yes or any of that. But to all women, the bottom line is if you wonder why your man is going elsewhere, then the first thing you need to ask yourself is what is your part in, in that scenario? Because everybody's got a part. Everyone has that part. They have that point. So whether it's the, the not being supportive, whether, you know, it's the I'm too tired or I'm this or I'm that, if something's not right at home in the bed, then in all honesty, I mean, I've got to say this too. You know, I have a lot of women who will immediately say their children come first. Well, you know, you wouldn't have children if you didn't have that man. 
okay? And if you're married and he's your spouse, he needs to come first. And the children that you and he made together should be dealt with accordingly and in that order. So when you choose your children over him, and when I say that, I'm not talking about in a life or death situation. I'm talking about the simplest of things. You know, there was a rule in my parents' house that when their bedroom door was closed, you didn't touch it. You didn't even knock on it because their bedroom door was closed. That meant we're busy and you can't come in. Whether they were talking, they were sleeping, or they were sitting on the toilet, it didn't matter. Their door was closed, and whatever it is that you wanted to ask, whether it was to go play, whether it was to watch something special on TV, it didn't matter. You waited until that door opened. The problem with a lot of people today is they don't set those rules and guidelines for their kids. Women, if you still have your kids in the bed with you and your husband every single night, you're using those kids as an excuse not to sleep with your husband. That is not going to make your husband happy, and it's going to end up creating issues with your kids. And any doctor will tell you that literally, once they're toddler size, your kids need to sleep in their own bed. They need to be out of mommy and daddy's bed. You know, it's one thing every once in a while, but if your kid's in your bed more than twice a week, you've got some other issues you need to consider, and that's with your relationship. You know, I think what ends up happening is we forget that we should be pleasing one another. You know, and if you're talking about religion and you're, you're saying, oh, well, no, that's not. Well, first of all, I don't think there's anywhere in the Bible where it says you're not supposed to swallow. I don't think <laughs> there's anywhere in the Bible that says that. Now, I will say that it does say that the body is a temple and it should be worshipped. All right? And for a man and woman, they're supposed to worship one another. So if the body is a temple, you know what? Bottom line is you should be worshiping each other wholeheartedly and fully. That's what should be going on. And that's the way it should be going on. You so know? There you have it, folks. There you have so, it. Let's recap. I mean, being, Go ahead, Lady G. I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, no, no, no. You know, the bottom line is, it's, ladies, if you want to please your man and you want to make him happy, I can tell you one, just try it one time. One time. You know, follow through instead of spitting it out, you know, instead of, you know, going through all of those changes you know, swallow and be done with it, and it's over with. And most of the time, if he can't control it, you're not going to know anyway. So quit the tripping and giving him a hard time because that ruins the whole thing. It ruins it all. You know, swallow, be done with it, it's over, and I can promise you, not only will he be happy and totally satisfied, but the way that he will see you, the way that he will feel you, and what he will bound he will go to please you will be tenfold because you're doing it for him. I mean, I had a guy tell me point blank, if you swallow, yeah, you're, you're not going to lose a man. He's not going anywhere. He's going to be right there with you. He's not leaving you. You know, I don't know if that's actually the case or not. What I do know is that if you love someone, then you love everything about them. From their funky breath first thing in the morning to their nasty toenails. But when he's in your bed, you're going to clip his toenails and you're going to make sure his feet are acceptable because those feet are touching you. And if there's an issue with the breath, 
you go make sure that he either got mints or something close by on the nightstand. So first thing in the morning, it's not an immediate turnoff. There's something else you can do about it. You know, there are ways that you can get around things and make things better and make it where it's more enjoyable for everybody. And that should be the key point. So, James, let's do that recap. All right, so let's recap our, well, the my version of the male's version of the top five things your girl or wife want to do. We had number five on camera, uh, number four in the car, three before work, two threesome, and number one, uh, swallow. So we got about five minutes left. Uh, if you guys want to debate this further, make sure you send us a message on Twitter at TrueSexTalk, that's T-R-U-S-E-X-T-A-L-K. Email the show at TrueSexTalk at gmail.com. Or check us out next Saturday night, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, again, to hear more of what we have to say about True Sex Talk. And, of course, go to the website, TrueSexTalk.com, to follow Lady G, to, to buy the book, to do everything right there on the website. But before we go, Lady G, you said you, you promised us you're going to give us some more tips. So you got about four minutes left. I wanted to know if you had a tip for today's uh, show. I do. I do have um, a tip that I don't think that men think about. In fact, I've, I've actually got two quick tips. So one is say the hottest word in the vocabulary. And you know what that word is? When you're talking to your woman, the word is you. Instead of saying that feels wonderful or that feels so good, you should be saying you make me feel so good. You make me feel wonderful. You're making that feel so wonderful. You know, if you focus on her and you're calling out her name or if you're endearment, whether it's baby, if it's honey, you know, whatever your endearment to her is, make sure that she knows that you really are the one in the bed with her, doing her, touching her. Make sure that she knows that you know it's her. You know, there's an old old uh, saying, what's my name? Well, we make it as a joke, but the truth of the matter is that she wants to hear her name. She wants you to tell her that it's her. She's the one. That's That's what you want. So that's one of the many tips, and I'm going to have a lot more um, for you all next week, but one of the other ones that I wanted to kind of touch on is no matter what, you know, you have to remember that it's the little things that make a difference. So the next time you've got your face between your legs, fellas, take a swig of champagne before you, you totally get started, and then use your tongue to swirl the bubbles around her clit. The nerve endings react to the bubbles in such a good way that she's like, what are you doing? What are you doing down there? What, what was that? That's the kind of, of reaction that we're looking for. That's the type of imagination that we want. I mean, that's really what it's all about, and it's about who we are. You know, your woman is there for you, and she's going to be there for you. She's going to stay there for you as long as you're taking care of her. But at the same time, if you need her to be with you, then that's what you need her to do. You need her to be with you. So we're just about at that time. I want to thank everyone for listening. Remember, True Sex Talk will be here next week, same time, same place, on Lady G's spot, and we're looking for your spot, and we're going to keep trying to find you and, and uh, help you find hers, help her find yours. We're going to definitely make sure that uh, we stay on track. I thank everyone for listening, and we look forward to... Uh, hearing some uh, comments from you all for next week's show. Thank you for joining us. Have a wonderful night, and 
Remember, peace, love, and hot, nasty sex. Have a safe holiday, y'all. Good night. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.